You're listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we are talking about 2000's stop-motion animation adventure, Chicken Run, directed by Nick Park and Peter Lord, and starring Julius Sawala and Mel Gibson. And, as ever, alongside me, three men, my entire life flashed before my eyes. It was really boring. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Welcome back, guys. Uh, as you know, each episode, we have got 30 minutes to come up to a sequel to film that has never been made. We're going to talk about the film, then we're going to discuss a plot for the sequel. We're going to cast it. We're going to sort a director out. And someone at the end has to do the all-important pitch. Is it going to make the cut? Well, um, we've touched on it before with Avatar, and this film is unique as well, is that we know that there is a sequel in the pipeline coming up. I don't think we need to go into it too much. Quoted for two years' time, but we thought we could beat that. We could do something better, and who knows? Maybe we can. Well, we've all watched the film uh, recently, Chicken Run. Bit of a favourite in this camp. Let's go to Joe. What are your thoughts on Chicken Run? Got a lot of time for Chicken Run. Got a lot of time. Well, got a lot of time for Ardman in general. Uh, I have not watched all of their films. I didn't watch Early Man, actually. Um, but uh, look, I'm a huge, huge Wallace and Gromit fan. I've watched all the... Wallace and Gromit films in the last or content in the last uh, year um, through through lockdown just revisited all of it it's fantastic Chicken Run not as good I would say probably as as uh, as Wallace and Gromit but I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that a stop motion animation like this um, was so huge like such a big release got so backed by like DreamWorks and and was you know a major a major movie release. Um, whereas Wallace and Gromit has always felt like you know that's that's more um, TV. That, well, TV or like that that British thing. And and Chicken Run felt like it put Ardman on like global map. Um, it's so lovely, isn't it, to to rewatch like a a, a real like Sunday afternoon uh, sort of favorite of of mine. I I, I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, nice one. Okay, Al. Yeah, I um I hadn't I've seen this once. So rewatching it um I was quite looking forward to rewatching cuz I always remember it being good. I've caught a bit of early man um actually Joe with um, when I was visiting a friend his son was watching he's got a little boy his son was watching it. I caught a bit of that and it had that charm and and Shaun the Sheep got really good reviews as well, didn't it? The movie of that um mm. got critically acclaimed. Look, I, I'm not a patriot in any way, shape or form. And, you know, I, I find the phrase proud to be British very, very difficult to, to grasp. Um, but when I watch Wallace and Gromit, when I watch Chicken Run, I'm fucking <laughs> proud to be British, man. This these These films are the best part of Britain in the patience, talent and creativity that goes into making them. The, the charm in the end product, I think Ardman just is, super, you know, what a thing to treasure and preserve and, you know, and give, and I, I, what you just said, Joe, I mean, amazing that it got, got such backing um, and great that Netflix are going to be backing, you know, sequel to this, brilliant, you know, Nick Park. I mean, what I would say is that what they do is in wrong tra- the wrong trousers is, let's be honest, that is a masterpiece, right? Yes. And like, if you look at the train, not a big fan. It really? <laughs> Shut what? up! I don't, <laughs> I don't really like Wallace and Gromit. I love Chicken Run. I think oh it's outstanding. I'm not I, a big I, fan I, of the wrong trousers. 
It's like it's yeah. like like if you look at the train sequence from that. What like borderline one of my favorite action pieces, action yeah. set pieces in cinema. Five, and then you, five star, ten out of ten. Then if you look, if you look at the you look at the pie machine in Chicken Run. That the pacing as an action set piece, it's just right, it's it? just outstanding. But it's it's old school movie thrills put into that to their stop motion product. It's almost Buster Keaton, isn't it? That kind of thing. That's how they work it, though. Do you know what I mean? It plays up to cinema convention. Yeah, okay, it's a bit on the nose when she grabs a hat and there's like an Indiana Jones. You know, but like little things like it's like an oven in here. It's fantastic tension That's building awesome. and just it's just an awesome action set piece. I've I loved rewatching it. Um I apps you know, and like I said, it it just fills me with joy um that it exists and I'm I'm delighted we're talking about it today. Nice one, man. John? Yeah, I agree with that. Um yeah, Ardman is the, it's, it's a national treasure, isn't it? Really, that's what you call that's what you call them if you're if you're on if you're on a talk show in England, the national treasure, Ardman, like, you know, Nick Park, <laughs> um, and you'd be walking out with uh, Stephen Fry or someone like that, another national treasure. Um, yeah, what you say about cinema convention is bang on because it is it is it it works within convention to and it highlights the. There's, there are conventions for a reason. And watching something like Chicken Run shows you why certain conventions are there. And when they're done well, they're, they're brilliant. Like, they're like the film is in such a rigid three act structure that it's, it's almost like you could, you could watch it as a three part TV show, like, you know, all the way up to Rocky joining them in the, in the farm and then him teaching them supposedly how to fly in quotes and then him leaving at the end it's like oh my god what, what a dickhead and then him coming back in the big action and everyone wins and it's saved like it's so so rigid and like the scene at the end when the when the plane's flying and the horrible tyrant woman is climbing up the fairy lights like that is so shot for shot it is just so predictable but i don't mean that in a bad way at all like it's the most beautifully crafted um you know conventional pacing and all that stuff but the content itself is not conventional like what you actually the images that you're seeing are like no one else does it like that and like it's you know um i know it's difficult to explain but we're on the same page it's like any other medium these convent it would be too conventional but it need because it's such a niche medium it needs mm. to be conventional to become a movie. So, so to 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 contain themselves in those cinematic structures and you know um, generic sort of moments is actually its strength. But well, it's yeah, difficult because, to sort of pin, put, your, it, put your finger on. Yeah, well, it's like creativity comes through constraints, right? And they've constrained themselves through these conventions, but the way the content that they give you through those those funnels is. You know, like I said, like no one else could do that. Um, well, other people could do it, but they do it amazing. Uh, and, and then it's also deep as well. Like, you know, it's, it's a lot like The Great Escape, obviously. But, you know, it's a lot like Animal Farm as well. And there's like, there's loads of, you know, exploitation and suppression and freedom of thought and whatever. Like it's, it's, uh, it's clever. Um, and it's well, it's well cast as well. Like, um, it's super, uh, the acting is super good. And 
Ginger, just a character Ginger, rewatching it again, hadn't really put a light well, I knew, but it just strikes me every time. She's so brave. Like she's one of like the bravest characters in cinema history. She's a little chicken that could die at any second, and she's so brave. Like she never says no to anything. Like, yeah, it's, it's really good. The film I always think it the central character is hope. There's always a lot of hope in this film. And like you write about Ginger, I and mean, Julia Sawala is absolutely incredible in this, and nothing can sort of get her down. Hello, Joe. I was just going to jump in on that and, and point out that the sequel has come under some fire. Uh, a controversial choice of casting. They are not mm. casting Julia Sawala in She the, didn't want to come the, back, did she? No. She, she said she, no. Well, actually, she was, she was told you're not in it because you sound too old. Oh, dear. Um, right. I imagine the, you know, the, the sentiment was probably more like we're setting it as as if it's like the same time, right? As in, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you sound different now. And what about we're, we're, Gibson then? Because surely he's full of controversy for a wholesome film like this. Yeah, don't know. Like, Do you know what? It, it has that echo, uh, and I'm not sure whether it's intentional, but you were talking about the best of British, and I think Ardman definitely fits into that. Uh, you could put this into the same camp as Victoria Wood. Those sort of characters, you know, uh, especially Babs. It's just. Um, yeah, it, it's straight out of that. It's also straight out of Alan Bennett. It kind of plays into a lot of those figures that you think of as quintessentially English and a little bit frustrated. From a, from a stop animation perspective, um, I, I love this so much. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I, I, you know, Wallace and Gromit, I think it's because it's not as as big or because maybe ventured on television first. And I love Peter Salas, uh, but if I hear him go, oh, fuck off but with this it's just uh there's something deeper to it and i think for stop animation the only other stop animation film that i've seen recently that got me as much as this was isle of dogs different medium different approach but uh, both directors are very unique in their own field in terms of their approach i just think um chicken run is is great it's funny it's funny you mention that actually because one thing in terms of reference you have we didn't touch on I, i feel it's got a fantastic mr fox vibe with the uh you know the sort of the Bunsen Bean kind of characters, yeah, for, you know, um, that are just on that level. Not the not the movie, like just the original story. Um, yeah. And in fact, the villain in this, what um, Miranda Richardson, isn't it, Mrs. Tweedy? Yeah, but there's yeah. never before if they were going to make a live action Chicken Run, easiest casting ever. Um, Tilda Swindon. Um, it's like <laughs> it's like animate animate characters. Like the only other one I can think of that's so obvious is Ned Flanders being played by William H Macy. If they ever did uh, a <laughs> Simpsons, <laughs> Tilda Swinton's one of those actresses that does not age. I I, th- I still think of her as twenty fifth incredible actress. Uh, okay, so who wants to kick things off then? Come on, we could we could beat this. We could beat Chicken Run too. It already sounds like we have. Well, I've got an idea, but I want to see what you boys are thinking. Well, Let's I think I think it would be wise. Just be, we know that there's there is there is a short synopsis for the the second film that's coming out in 2023. For some reason, they haven't waited for us to give our idea. But <laughs> so the second one features. If you remember, at the end of the first one, they set up their chicken sanctuary um, on an on an island. On an island, Rocky and Ginger are there, and the rest of the chickens are there, and the the rats. They're rats, aren't they? They're not. Mu- they're rats. Yeah, they're rats. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Phil Daniels, isn't it? Phil Daniels, um, and Timothy, Timothy Spall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have uh, Rocky and Ginger have a kid called Molly, and there's something wrong, something bad going on to all the chickens back on the mainland, presumably the UK. Uh, and they've got to go back in. They've got to break back into the UK and save all the chickens. So I think it's just important to just get that out there that we, um, okay, we're aware of that. Yeah. Okay. Right. So with that in mind, John, 
What's yes. your thoughts on Chicken Run 2? Well, I thought that they could have a kid called Molly and then they could jump, <laughs> go back in. You're a dick. Go on. <laughs> what, what do you want? You're, you, you're the one that said you had well, an idea. I've got this... Um, in the back of my head, I thought that one of the reasons um, we, we could do a sequel, and, and I know you're going to probably rip me apart for this, but fake meat is becoming the new norm in terms of environmental impact uh, and what we can do to sort of save the planet and that sort of thing. And certainly fake chicken is is a huge new money-making scheme. So my logic is with that, the, the advent of this is that there will suddenly be a lot less demand for chicken and maybe eggs, and therefore there'll be a lot of chickens that need rescuing. Not from the fact that they're going to be killed for pies, but for the fact that they're no longer, they don't have a purpose anymore. They're sort of lost. So you're going to get a lot of lost chickens that need to come and be rounded up. And and Ginger could be the sort of saviour of this, sort of calling them over uh, to the island, but then it could get a bit carried away that too many come. And then, you know, you have to sort of deal with it like that. All right, so it's so, so it's about fake meat and it's about overpopulation. So it's got all the political, all the political angles as to um, sort of what's in the tabloids today. I like it. Well, I don't love it, but it's all right. <laughs> all right, well, Joe, what you got? So, so just fake meat is the bad guy in your in your. Uh, I'm not going to say fake meat is the good guy, but. The, the, just the upshot is that not a lot of people are eating chicken now. Chicken is suddenly not as popular. So where you've got, you had really? these evil characters before. Well, I guess so. I'm trying. All right. All right. Not a lot. Uh, Nando's, KFC. Have you ever stepped foot into any street in London and seen the amount of chicken shops? <laughs> yeah. This is my vegan paradise sequel, isn't it? It's not really standing up, is it? Go on then, Joe. What are you thinking? I, um, I didn't have much, but I thought, uh, you know, you, you pick things up on, on the island, it's it's paradise. Um, I like I love the last shot of Chicken Run, where where you've got this island in the middle of a lake, and then you can see the mainland around it. I I, I wondered if you could pick it up there again with that sort of establishing shot, where you can see like um, uh, like uh, cranes and trucks driving into that land and building. Like you know, in, you know, coming coming in, so that it's no longer like they have to move. Basically, there's there's development going, human development going on, uh, on on yeah. the the mainland opposite them, and they're going to have to pick up and and move. I like that. And how about we make it just super ironic? And they're they're displaced because what they're building is a fake chicken making factory. <laughs> plant plant based. <laughs> Plant-based um, chicken factory. I was going to go, I combined, I wanted to go with like chicken shop run or something like that, you know, like Globo, <laughs> like Globo b- bargain bucket kind of company played up, yeah. playing up to KFC. And, you know, they, and they, they, you know, there's been the sort of fucking bullshit about KFC running out of chicken and Nando's is running out of chicken mm-hmm. in Brexit Britain and stuff like that. Um, so, they, you know, they're searching for chicken. Um, and they come across the sa- they come <laughs> across the san- they come across the sanctuary, and actually it becomes the chicken like whether it's Rocky and Ginger, it would definitely be Ginger. I mean, we come back, come to Rocky in a second because obviously the Mel Gibson controversy. It's a very wholesome product. I don't know if he fits that bill anymore. Um, but I was going to have them hit the streets of the big city, trying to save 
the chickens that have, some of the crew, definitely Babs would be in the crew that have been kidnapped by Globo Chicken Bucket and are about to be served <laughs> up as fried wings on the street. T- oh, I do like the idea of like a giant mega corporation and they're like going, they're, they're going around the big streets and they're like looking into shop windows and they just see like, you know, loads of chicken wings just being like fried or and yes. they're just like horrified. It's Yeah, this is good. This is good stuff. So a, 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 uh, a KFC-like uh corporation move in next door basically uh and start start stealing chickens and they have to go and rescue them yeah but not set in like their factory next door like maybe we pan up like you said from the you know really funny the chicken and egg sort of conversation at the end and then and then then we, we, we sort of pan up maybe you could you could do one of our ones where we start exactly where we left off and you think it's all good but we pan up to like in the distance there's actually the big you know London, mm. but the big, the big city, just just there, like yeah. not too far away, and the trucks are coming out. Love it, and you know, love and, it. And they, but Chicken. I definitely, I definitely think the the difference is between we we don't set it on the farm or in a factory. You have ginger running, like you know, the busy streets of people walking. We set it all. The camera's always at their level. You know what I mean? So you don't. So like you've just got legs walking down down the the busy pavement, and they're dodging through them, and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, love it. And you've got a, a moment where. Eight chickens have to get on each other's shoulders and put a, a, like a raincoat on <laughs> and, and a hat on to, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get into to get into the factory to get into the corporations yeah, like yeah, thing. Yeah. They have to disguise yeah, themselves yeah. as a human and walk walk through. Or they definitely the be, they're definitely getting on a bus just like that. Or they're on the sat on the bu- they sat on the bumper of a bus or something. I like was going to say a bus or like they keep they keep seeing adverts for like this amazing new beer or something and they've got to put a raincoat on and try to order a beer. Yeah, but we but we we play up to the best of Brit the charm, you know, like the matchboxes, the 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 the, the postage stamps, the little props that are in the original because of the size of them. We play up to that with stuff like if they were in a pub, the beer mat. If they were, you know, on a London bus, like just the kind of characters that are on it. Yeah, we we, we play up to that stereotypical British vision. Um, that so it has that Definitely. charm. It has that charm. The- the rats are going to have a field day. I love that bit in the first one when they're trying to sell the shuttlecock as like a fancy hat <laughs> imported in from Paris. They're going to have a field day finding. Well, the, Phil Daniels know, is going to be in his element in this. He's got his cousin is going to he's going to have his cousin who is in lives in the lives in the city. In East End. And, My cousin's and, over there. He'll sort you out. And I've he's going to sort, he's yeah. going to get them all out of jams. He's got to talk to Dodgy Dave. You know, down in a. They're going to go into the sewers. That is going to be a set piece right there. Riding the river of sewage on a barge, loads of chickens with the rice, with the rats guiding them through. And that's going to be their escape, like a river raft race through the sewers. Danny Danny Dyer on line one. (laughs) (laughs) If if, if any of this fake meat thing is in it as well, it could be funny because you know the rats love eggs and they might hate the fake meat because that means no eggs. So they're against it. Um, Yeah. What what also could be uh, a thing is when you get into the factory, it, not even the rats are safe, right? As in, as in the chicken <laughs> shortage uh, out there means yeah. that this evil corporation is actually just like grinding up rats as well, and you yeah. know putting that putting that through the food food processor and churning it out as chicken wings. Hundred percent rats, pigeons, whatever. Yeah. Well done for getting a demolition man reference in. Um, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I, uh, I love love this. This is great. Lost chicken, chicken run two. Lost in the city. Um, lost. Search, the search for Babs. Yes, yeah. the search for Babs. Um, uh, what about is our big villain this time? Like Globo, 
suit then you know what i mean like businessman well i was thinking well i was thinking the big villain yeah it could either be that or it could be that and i think there needs to be like a chicken villain as well so it could be like that there's a mascot like there's this famous like rich chicken who's a mascot and who's like the face of like the the franchise excellent and and he's just like a complete asshole and he's like against the chickens obviously because it's um he's just making his money like a a colonel type figure but is it not are we not bringing back the tweedies then is there any reason why they can't now have a corporation I think they could be related. Well, did she die? I, mean, I she, thought she died, yeah. What oh, happens no, to well, actually, she, no, he she dies. La- she lands in the machine, actually, doesn't she? Yeah. That's the, is that the last I, I time we saw? Bin them off. Do something completely separate. In my mind, I think, John, you've nailed it. That that whole super chicken, you're going to be looking like someone like Clooney to play that. Yeah, just, I was thinking know, like Tom Cruise. I said, like, he's got, yeah. like, the sunglasses. He's, like, yeah. he's like, oh, he's, he's, there's adverts of him on the beach and just, like, whatever. Yeah, do you know what? And, and, and adverts of him portraying a um like really nice guy <laughs> yeah yeah and behind the scenes he's just a horrible horrible yeah bastard. Who, Clooney's almost too likable I don't know like yeah but but you know, you wanna you see, want... I'd love to see Clooney play a bad guy wouldn't you okay okay yeah yeah yeah, he, uh, yeah Russell so he, Crowe he gives maybe off... yeah, the other Australian I think Russell yeah <laughs> The other Australian. The other one. <laughs> I, can, I, I think, no, not Crow, Crow. I know what you mean. Like, Crow would be perfect. You're just trying to character. think of someone who's a bit of an arsehole. Yeah, but what about Crow could play the gorilla chicken, like the ex Navy SAS commander who needs to be pulled back? It could be like um, <laughs> who's that? Thingy, thingy Bob. Well, you know, because you've got the, the general in this film, haven't you? The major, whatever his character name is. What about if he had a son who's also ex army and it could be Russell Crowe's turn? Russell Crowe turns up. A little bit of a gorilla, you know. Can we just go go back to the mascot yeah. character? I think I'm think I'm think sorry, 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 Curry. mate. Um, no, just shit on it. It's fine. <laughs> I've forgotten about, it already. What? Um, sorry, I've forgotten. Uh, what about Bruce Willis? Well, you want to do a Die Hard? Is no, that what you want? No, you I'm want just thinking. I'm just thinking. Bruce Willis, when he like voices, when he's voiced things before, like look who's talking and stuff. He's actually got quite a good voice. What's an American could be doing over it? He's the mascot. Because it's like a KFC. Did you not see uh, the Fast film? There's an American in it. So um, yeah, I guess so. I guess he's trapped. But, but yeah, because he's a second. okay. Yeah, good. All right, fine. So we're coming on to cast then, aren't we? Um, so your mascot guy, you want to go with Willis for this, do you? I would. I mean, uh, we, we could definitely get him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that Willis is, um, has approved a deep fake advert in Japan? So he's finally found a way of making money without actually having to literally not acting now. <laughs> I haven't seen that. No, I've read it. I read it. I haven't watched the advert, but yes. Well, um, we'll just get a deep fake Bruce Willis in then. A deep fake voice. voice, a voice, the voice of Willis. All right. Fantastic. So what about head of this evil corporation? Like, are you thinking some sort of real charmer schmoozer suit? Yeah. Grant, Grant, Hugh, Hugh Grant in it. That's a good Ooh. shout. Yeah. Or Ray Fiennes, but I think Grant's better. Well, it's it's art, art, chicken, art, art, really good. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Hugh Grant is great. Great shout. Well, I'm stealing it a little bit from Paddington Two. Yeah, but but, that's okay. Okay, he's he's outstanding in that. What about uh, got a Bafton on? This is going to be uh, obvious. Ben Wishel for your cue, Tech Chicken. 
You're always trying to get Ben Whishaw as a tech guy, as if, <laughs> as, as, if it's, guy, yeah. as if it's original idea. But I like <laughs> the fact you can play on Bond because you could do that in this. You know, the, we've got a tech. We've already got a tech guy though, haven't we? The Scottish. Oh dude yeah, with there the is. Yeah, the Scottish. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, that's a Star Trek joke, isn't it? Like she, she's Scotty from Star Trek. But I think there's going to be a bunch of young chickens, isn't there? Of which, like Ben Whishaw, sure, like can can be one of those. Uh, you know, there's, Thanks, there's going to be a, a bunch of a young chickens coming. Again, through, going back there? to he, he voices Paddington, so there's quite a um, you, you quite know, a connection here. Quite, yeah. quite a connection. To, right, to Brace, basically, we're bringing in the cast of Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, well, I mean, plus if Bruce we're Willis. British Oldman has got to put in an appearance somewhere along the way, isn't he? Sure. Okay. Thanks, does, does thanks, Ga- that's a good question. Have you ever known Gary Oldman to voice anything? I don't think, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I think burning question is uh, going back to your point, Al, about controversy of Mel Gibson. How about we kill off Rocky right at the beginning for being an anti-Semitic prick? <laughs> Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> uh, he could go to the big city and there's many multicultural yeah. uh, set, like sort of um, people in the city and he reveals himself to be a right fucking twat at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks all the pigeons are scum and starts describing <laughs> yeah. them as like rats and all this stuff and then and gi- he gets hit by a bus. Ginger, <laughs> yeah. gin- ginger like sort of backs off where she's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, she's she's starts Back in away, away, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. double decker, red bus, boom. Yeah, yeah. And she then, notices. And then Rocky yeah, she notices that it's a red light. Do not cross. But she just doesn't say anything, and he just carries on walking, and he's dead. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I, right, I was, great. I was gonna. I mean, that's a little on the nose. I think to go into the the Gibson backstory, like within the movie. I, I, I would more. Su- I was gonna suggest we just. I mean, I have to say it works, Mel Gibson. I don't see Mel Gibson when I'm, when I'm watching. I literally True. obviously don't see him. I don't hear it. You know, I hear Rocky, not him. Um, but I was just going to say we could recast him with a modern version, you know, Downey Jr., Chris Pine, something like Downey that. Downey Jr. is a great know, show. Just, that's, you know, that's he, he, he's good. He's charismatic in it, but he's replaceable. So Definitely. maybe we just recast Rocky with Danny Jr. or, or yeah, or Chris Pine or something uh, like that. I like the killing him idea. I like the ki- I, like, I prefer killing him. Yeah, can we ki- we could kill him? Just oh. um, we could have him deathbed at the beginning, and or, or like or or you never <laughs> see him die, right? And and he's um, he died of pox, <laughs> and they just call it pox. Or they're just like they mention he went mental. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They, they mentioned they mentioned he lost his shit. He was an alcoholic. He get, and uh, you know, he- drifting off topic. All right. Well, you know, slag off Gibson. That's two minutes. So people can't get back on their life. So, um, what are we going to call it? Chicken shop run. Uh, it's not there quite. There is it. Let's call it chicken shop. Chicken run. It's got to be. Uh, we look. I, What's the driving focus for this film? They're going to try and find the chickens that they've lost along the way and been taken by this company. Is I was like I said, search for Babs. Is Babs going to be one of the main chickens they got to go and find, and then yes. they find their glasses Def- or a scarf or sort of thing? Def- so it's search for Babs. I got, I got such got such a belly laugh from me when she said, "I don't want to be a pie. I don't, I don't <laughs> like Raymond." <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking piss myself. I have to. <laughs> um, so, so yes, definitely. I, what about like Chicken Shop Two Wings and Tings? Wings. <laughs> That's funny. That's really good. I That's like that. funny. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That's and we right. could do the logo would be neon, kind of intercity chicken shop. You play on the chicken shop, lo- you know, like yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, lovely things. So. That's the, bra- the, bra- the branding, that's, uh, the branding that's very could be good. 
the branding all over London on the, you know, all the posters, everything would be quite a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, because um, it's actually, so so we're actually presenting a somewhat dystopian vision of London. So rather than having all different kind of local chicken shops or whatever, it's just this one chicken shop, like yes, just every yeah. single chicken yeah, shop. Yeah. It's like in some high streets, there's like four right right next to each other. But you yeah. play up to the fact that, because obviously in London, the, the, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? They're all different, but they're all completely the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so in this, in this and, including exactly name, the like, same. Tennessee and have, have them literally, literally like every other shop on the high <laughs> yeah. street is a which, chicken which shop. Isn't, yeah. Which isn't far off reality. Yeah. Yeah. Great central uh, theme, though, that we are eating too much chicken. Go on. And so listen, in terms of... Um, <laughs> you're, still, you're still on that, <laughs> In terms of where we get to usually is that we talk about director, but because Ardman is such a encompassing vehicle, I, I, you're just going to hand it to them, aren't you? I mean, it is, it is what it is, right? Yes. Well, Nick Park, who surely be is the main name, I'm guessing. He directed yes. it with he directed the first one with someone else, didn't he? Um, Peter Lord, yeah. Peter Lord. Yeah. But he, yeah, I mean obviously just Nick Park's running the show with his bow tie and his Oscar on the shelf. Let's do it. He's got a few Oscars, hasn't he? He's got like he got, four or something. Has he? I thought it was just he just won for I thought it was close shave oh, and Ron Six times. Six times four films. Six nominations. Uh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, definitely yeah. won for he won for close shave and wrong trousers, didn't he, I think? Um And the Curse of the Were Rabbit, yeah. Oh, okay. okay, so Park's in. All right, so that's good. So we've Well, it's, it's of... both, isn't it? It's Peter Lord and Nick Park. You're bringing both back. Yeah, Park yeah. and Lord. Yeah. yeah, great. Fantastic. Lovely. Love that. Great. So it's all there, isn't it? So poster-wise, yeah, so it's going to be a, a chicken shop front, wings and tings. That's what you're going to call it. It's like cocktails and dreams. That kind of same neon, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> cocktails. You do it with uh, neon. You can even have some nice teaser posters of, um, I was thinking, like a puddle on the pavement, like London pavement, and the reflection of it in that, you know what I mean? Mm. Sort of the chicken Beautiful. the chicken shop neon, you know, Netflix come and see and that kind of like shit. Like the Detective Pikachu poster. Oh, did I subconsciously steal that? Shit. But yeah, yes. <laughs> or them on the bus, a double decker bus, and like each of the windows has just a little chicken head in it. Yeah, yeah like that, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's nice. nice. Yeah, that's or, really or nice. like the silhouette of the chickens, sort of a normal double decker bus. You play up to British stereotypes: bowler hat, umbrella, whatever. Inside the bus, and then all the chicken, neat, like the, mm. the silhouettes the of them on the chicken. on the roof, on the roof or something. <laughs> you know? Okay, well, uh, it's now coming up to pitch time. Fever pitch. Apparently, that's what they say in football, isn't it? The old fever pitch. Getting excited. What the it's fuck are you on about? Football, they say that. Yeah, never heard yeah. that anywhere else. All right, great. Uh, I, I've got no, no idea what I'm talking about. John, <laughs> take this one home, would you? All right. So they're in their uh, island paradise after the uh, after the great escape of the first film. Um, but it turns out that uh, they've actually put themselves in danger because they've put themselves near a big city headed by global global. What would you call it? Globo Chicken. Globo. Globo Chick. Globo Chick Corp <laughs> Inc. Incorporated. Um, who are who just own every single chicken shop uh, in London, which is probably about four and a half million, and there's just loads of them. And yeah. I was just going to say, um, are we setting it as a generic London? So it's never oh, mentioned okay. that yeah, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. Very, generic, a very large city, not London. Generic English themed city. It's London, um, but it's not London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, th- this Globo Chicken, they're having a bit of an issue here because they're just, they've ravaged the chicken population <laughs> of the world so bad that it's, they can't find any more chicken. And they're thinking, should we have the fake chicken? And they're like, nah. 
So they're, so they're just going around looking for... Sorry, Curry, not having a fake chicken. In it. The... Um, uh, so they got, and then someone someone points them to this little sanctuary, and they're like, "Okay, let's test out these chickens. Are these chickens good?" So they uh, they nick Babs off the old sanctuary islands, and everyone, the, all, the, all the rest of the chickens are like, "Where's Babs?" And they don't know. And then they, so it's like a calling card. Like one of the agents for Globo left like a, a half torn business card on the floor, and they and they've got it's got an address on it. Nice. <laughs> um, so maybe like, right maybe, maybe Babs has like the fattest chicken they've ever seen in their life. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that's yeah. why it has to be Babs because they they need her they as need a model of her eggs, and also it's crucial. No, they need her as a model of how to make all the other chickens be. Yeah, they're going to like and clone that, and her. Crucially, that gives us time that they need her to be alive as well. Yeah. Like they don't yeah. kill her straight away. Yeah, yeah. So right. all of that, imagine all of that in my voice. <laughs> um, and so they're like, right, we've got to get her. We've got to get her back. She's our, she's our favourite Babs. She's the best Babs we've ever had here. So they go there. And they go to London. Uh, sorry, they go to generic English themed <laughs> city. And, um, and uh, they just can't believe it. There's all these chicken shops everywhere. They're horrified. They're looking in and the chicken wings are being pulled off of the body and they're being fried and whatever uh, and it's just terrible and then at one point they're trying to cross the roads and Rocky moves forwards he gets hit by a bus it's terrible uh, and then it just lingers on his very slowly dying body this linger five four three two one he dies so very slowly but, but he was a bell end anyway like he just for no reason just hated pigeons <laughs> as soon as he arrived um and uh there's the uh and then anyway so they they find this factory um but the the globo chicken have got this mascot played by bruce willis who seems like he's a really cool dude like it's really nice he's doing loads of charity work for chickens he's creating sanctuaries whatever (laughs) but actually he's he's an absolute terrible terrible piece of work and he finds out about this plan he tries to stop him somehow because he wants babs to be cloned and because to- otherwise he's out the job if globo goes down he's uh he's out the job um so they they take him down somehow they get they rescue babs and um i suppose globo chicken's gonna cr- collapse is it it's just gonna chicken revolution sort of thing they they destroy all the chicken shops something like that well well i think maybe they reveal to uh the world that they're not actually it's not actually chickens right they're using mm. all sorts of uh they reveal what's really going in the middle. yeah well it's like that thing in kfc in america where they're growing like the chicken in a dish or petri dish or whatever yeah, yeah. anyway um, what's it called john uh, what is it? Oh, it's called Chicken Run, Wings and Tinks. There you go. Chicken Run 2, we beat them to it. Fantastic. Well, you know, I hope you like that, guys. Uh, something for everyone there, including a really macabre, slow death. It's a bit awkward and weird, wasn't it? But then again, you know, film's got to have everything, isn't it? We love having you here. If you can rate us five stars, that'd be great. But all we care about, as you know, we'll see you on the next one. Cheers, guys. <laughs>